The mission continues to discuss the issue of if there's information that seems to point to the conclusion that somebody has died, if in fact we may reach that conclusion to permit his wife to get remarried. The Mishnah states, Witnesses saw a man fell into the water and they did not see him resurface. The first time of the Mishnah, which is the Rabbi Mayer, takes a stringent position in this case that whether in the case of a body of water whose shores are within sight, and whether we're talking about a body of water whose shores are not in sight, in either case, the halach is we cannot presume that the man is dead, and so his wife remains forbidden to remarry. The Mishnah's point here is, that even in the case of Maim Shiyeshel and Sof, where the point is the witnesses can see all potential exit points from the water, and again, they didn't see him emerge, even in that case, we cannot actually assume that the person is dead. For it could be that uh, after the witnesses got tired of searching to see if he would come out of the water, he eventually later did emerge. Even if the witnesses were scanning the shoreline, standing there watching for a considerable amount of time, this first opinion Remer holds that there is a possibility that the person survived underwater for a considerable amount of time. And to lend support for this claim, Amr Abimer Rimer relates, There was a Maisa which a person, once it fell into a large water reservoir, this big bar of water, and he emerged only after a period of three days. Presumably this is possible, a case where some kind of a crevice, an air pocket forms under the water. Obviously a person can't do actually breathe under water for three days, we see from this smaisa that it's humanly possible for a person to slip underwater and somehow survive for a lengthy period of time. Hence, again, even if it's Mayim Sheishl himself, witnesses would be able to see him emerge. If he was able to swim, you know, come up from the water, they didn't see that. Still, we have to be concerned for the possibility that he somehow survived and later after the witnesses stopped watching, he came out of the water. And thus his wife remains forbidden to get remarried. However, Rabbi Yossi disagrees. In the opinion of Rabbi Yossi, if the man slipped into water, that was Yeshla himself, we could see all exit points in the water. If the witnesses wait there for the amount of time that normally a person would expire, if he remained that amount of time underwater, then we can presume he's dead. Um, Rabbi Rabbi Yossi reports his own Misa to corroborate his view. Once happened, a blind man went to go and immerse himself in a pool of water in a cave. And his guide went after him. They ended up both slipping under the water. They were not resurfacing. The witnesses remained there for the amount of time that a reasonably a person cannot survive under water. And even though the bodies were never recovered, Chachamim permitted their wives to remarry. And yes, Rabbi Meir brought the story of somebody who miraculously survived for three days under water, but we can't base the Allah on such a miraculous cases, is Rabbi Yossi's argument. But all opinions, even Rabbi Yossi agrees that if witnesses saw somebody fall into the water, but water that was in himself, we can't see it, the whole shoreline. In that case, we cannot permit the wife to get remarried because if maybe the person resurfaced and gone on dry land at a point beyond where the witnesses are able to see. 
And so Rav Yosida relates Maisa to support this point of agreement about the halacha. Shuv Maisa ba'asiyam. So all the Maisa happened in Asia. Ba'achad shushlu liyam. This person was lowered into the sea with a rope. So it seems like some kind of a diver. Now this was the sea. So it's Maim Shein himself. The shoreline was not within sight. And alas, when they brought the rope up, he didn't come up. All that was on the rope was his leg. So maybe a great white shark got to him. He became separated from his leg. So it didn't look good. Yet, said that we can't necessarily permit his wife to remarry. We can't assume that he's dead. It depends. I mean, it's apparent from the amount of a leg that came up. His leg was removed from above the knee. Then Tinasi. Then we would permit his wife to get remarried. Because if a person suffers such a wound where the leg is removed from above the knee and he's a trefa, he can't survive such a wound. So we don't have to deliberate on it. Well, maybe he resurfaced somewhere far away out of sight. That's irrelevant. We could see how clearly he suffered a wound which definitely will prove fatal. However, the Chacham said, if the Severance occurred at the knee or lower, and they said his wife would not be permitted to remarry because that's a wound he could survive from. And the fact that witnesses didn't see him resurface is not a proof that he died because it could be he reemerged, he resurfaced, and got to the shore, which was beyond the sight of the witnesses. So this story corroborates that in the case of Maim Shail himself, that if the shoreline is not visible to the witnesses, in that case, we can't conclude he has died just because we didn't see him resurface. Maybe he resurfaced and made it to dry land beyond where the witnesses could see.